Welcome to The Geek in Review, a podcast focused on innovative and creative ideas in the legal profession. I'm Marlene Gaybauer. And I'm Greg Lambert. And we are recording live at uh, 2024 Legal Week Conference in New York. Um, I just Very arrived. exciting. I just arrived this afternoon. <laughs> just just, just in rolled time to, right in there. Yeah, just in time to set up everything here at the table. We have a few uh, scheduled interviews, this being one of them. Um, but we're going to pretend that we just pulled people right off the street here. Um, so well, you, now you gave it away. I did. I did. <laughs> uh, we'll fix that. We'll fix that in post. I'm sure. I'm sure. So. But it has been super high energy here. Uh, lots of people, lots of vendors, lots of events. Um, you know, we had the keynote speaker, um, Brian Cranston was here and, um, you know, I've been I've been talking to people that that this is really becoming a real sort of thought leadership type of of conference, and so it's it's really kind of metamorphosized in, into that, which I think is a really good thing. Yeah. Well, we're joined uh, with our first interview from uh, Level Legal from Joey uh, uh, Sieber. Uh, Joey, welcome to the Geek and Thank Review. Thank you. So, Glad to be here. Yeah. Um, did you did you catch Brian Cranston? I did not. I didn't either. I did so, not. So. Let, let me take this I'm still, time. To, I'm still. Um, what does Brian? What, what does Brian Cranston <laughs> have to do still with scared legal of him. tech? <laughs> yeah, he's a scary dude. So yeah, like I'm. I, I had that thought myself. I'm. I when I went in, I was kind of like, what is he going to talk about? You know, because my experiences with, um, I'll say celebrities, uh, coming to kind of our conferences. Um, I will say has has not been good in the past. <laughs> has not been good in the past because they really don't understand what we're doing. But uh, this was good. There was a sort of Q and A, and um, you know he was talking about the importance of storytelling. He was talking about the importance of branding. You know he has a, a tequila company now, and so talking and talking about that. He was talking about. Um, Basically, being okay with kind of going out and not necessarily knowing everything, um, but you know, because that's what actors do—they go into a role and, and it's different all the time, and they just they just don't know. So there were some themes there that I think resonated with the group. The other thing he talked about was um, AI and his feelings about AI, and he did have some feelings about that in his industry. And and but the message again was, you know. Yes, it's here, but we sort of need to think, does it, you know, is, is it a good thing for humanity? And, um, you know, I, I, I think we also in, in our space have to think about that, too. Is this, is this something good that we're doing in terms of, of the outcome as opposed to just because we can do it, we do do it? Mm, yeah, I can see that. Okay, well, good. I'm glad that I, I missed it. Joey missed it. But. Glad you were here to got the summary. Yeah, I I, I feel much better, and I I still think of him from the dad from Malcolm in the Middle more than I think of the Breaking Bad character. We we talked uh, about that too. (laughs) I thought he was still in the Judge, but apparently he's not. But he's in a new movie that's releasing Argyle. That's releasing like on Friday. Cool, cool. Well, well, Joey, enough Brian Cranston uh, (laughs) discussions. Let's let's get over to you. You want to usurp you from? So I know uh, Level Legal just celebrated its 15th year in existence. Um, For the audience that may not have heard of Level Legal, can you kind of talk to us a a little bit about how it started and what the uh, transition has been over the 15 years? Thank you. Uh, Level Legal started on the 20th of January, 2009. One of the reasons it's so easy to remember it was, was Obama's I, inauguration I was day. Say, I, I remember that day, um, and we were moving uh, in the in the rain, 
had its genesis in uh, a law firm in the eastern, in East Texas, in Tyler, Eastern oh. District Rocket Docket. Yeah. Um, we had some, my partner uh, was working as local counsel for several technology companies. And first of all, you've got to think back to 2009. This is pre-iPhone. This is still, you know, we're going from paper to, to digital. And it was in the, we'll talk, we'll say the mid 2000s that there's no um, unspoken or recorded thought. You know, we're still emailing everything that we're thinking and there wasn't, it wasn't great hygiene. The data hygiene, there were the numbers of documents is growing immensely. And so yeah. it became cost prohibitive in large cases many times for clients to pay law firms to review all the documents. Mm-hmm. The review tools at the time, again, 15 years ago, were, if, if there were any, they were primitive. primitive. <laughs> it would be nice. Did I say that out So loud? there was a whole lot of review. And right. so uh, my partner, uh, who was working in a law firm, said to one of his clients, you know what? We can review those documents with a small team of lawyers in the law firm. We'll give you a discounted rate. And we can do it here in the district where the, where, where the, you know, where the litigation is. Uh-huh. So he had that team for about five years. He left the law firm, contacted me to join him. I said, what? I actually left the practice of law for a reason, but tell me about this little team. Right. Um, and so it was out of that that we grew with one team, I mean, one client, one project, um, and started what, what became Level Legal. Yeah. So, And where, where were you based at the time? Based in Tyler. Okay, based you, in were, Tyler, you were Texas. in Tyler as well. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I served as the mayor of Tyler for six years, so that was just preceding this. So that was why he said, would you like to practice law with me? I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> so I was leaving the mayor gig, and he thought I had time on my hands. That's a different story, a different podcast. Um, so, look, the idea was, and so as I was talking with him about what we might do, tell me about this little team. Now, I had begun practicing in 1990, and Discovery was, I mean, my first project was, here's a conference room full of bankers' boxes of documents. Go through them and see which ones might be important to the partner. Right. This is basically the same thing, different tools. So um, once I understood exactly what his little team was doing, I said, I think that's a thing. It feels like that's a thing because of the value proposition. Let's create a spinoff company and see if we can make something of it. Okay. So that's the genesis. Uh, and was it called Level Legal right off the level, bat? So it, the, here's the evolution. It was Level 2 Review. Mm. And Level 2 was what we thought was our own little special QC process. Then we were Level 2 Legal because we were doing more than review. And then we got so many questions as we grew about, what does that two mean? It's like, ah, it doesn't really mean anything anymore. It's just level legal now. Yeah, it's, so. it's that next level. <laughs> that's yeah. right. Lots that's we right. can do with that. Yep. So t- fast forward to today. Maybe that's your next question is yeah. who are you today 15 years later? It was going to be the next question. Yeah. <laughs> I'll let you ask it. How would you, how would you no, like to no, ask it? No, no, you go ahead. No, you go ahead. This is, this is yours. So it's like, but, you know, it's like I liked hearing the history of, of, yeah. of how the company has, has, has come to be. So, you know. What's, you know, what are we looking at, you know, for the future? Yeah, uh, We're now a full service uh, e-discovery and forensics company. So uh, everything from um, collection, forensics, mm-hmm. uh, hosting and processing, review and production. Uh, that's what we do based in Dallas now. 
uh, as we've grown. I've moved to Dallas. The company's based in Dallas. Um, at one point last year, we had uh, over 500 employees and contractors working on various projects. Um, Have you thought about becoming the mayor of Dallas now? No. Okay. <laughs> I, uh, I'm done. <laughs> that was a long time ago. Yeah. I, our, my firm is based in Dallas. Yeah. So it's, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I hear about that. Yeah. Um, and so what, what's kind of the services that you provide now that, uh, and, and over the past 14, 15 months since the big generative AI boom, has that had any kind of influence on the way that you are looking at providing services? No. Okay. Surprisingly, no. Okay. But let me uh, yeah, expound. Please do. Um, first of all, um, we're always, we, we, as you know, you're both practicing attorneys or in, in law firms. We've been using AI for over a decade. Right. It's right. just been called different things. You know, the, the hype now is around generative AI and what will that do? We're obviously curious about it. We're watching it. We're using all of the tools that are in the suites that we use. There's no magic bullet out there. We're looking for it like everybody else is. My own take on it is when, when these tools emerge, they're going to be part of larger suites, whether that's Microsoft or Relativity or whatever it is. And so we, we are deploying in a bespoke manner whatever is best for that client and that project. Uh, sometimes it uses AI, not generative AI yet. So we continue to deploy it. We continue to use it. What makes Level Legal different is that um, we're about human to human. Uh -huh. We're a human working for Level Legal and a human working for either a law firm or an end client. And the stuff in the middle is the tech. The stuff in the middle is um, all of the tools that we use. But when we remember we're humans serving humans, that's where the magic happens. So um, that's the core of our business, and that's who we are. What's been some kind of the, or what's been some of the demand changes from your clients over the 15 years that you've been in existence? Um, I imagine, you know, in 2008, 2009, that because storing uh, data was much cheaper, people started storing things they shouldn't have been. We've uh, hopefully have learned from that. Um, what are some bad habits that maybe people have now that you have to address? I don't know that, I don't know. I think, the, ha bad I think habits, the habits are still, uh, have been still bad, bad. Yeah. okay? Um, if anything, I think there's more knowledge about things not to record in writing mm. um, or to record in something that's going to be um, preserved. Um, but. Uh, in terms of demand change, you know, the, the, the tools and the technology has gotten so much better. The impact that it's had on our work is that so much more of the junk is caught kind of upstream of where the, where the review happens. For, for a decade, we were review only, by the way. So we added forensics and e-discovery just in the last five years. So um, you get a much richer data set as, a, as an eyes-on reviewer. Most of what you're looking at is likely to be responsive or at least maybe responsive, whereas you were, you were running through a bunch of junk uh, before, so the tools have gotten a lot better. 
So, I mean, it sounds like you have to work with a variety of different platforms depending on your client and what their preference is. And I'm curious, um, in terms of your staffing and the skill sets that um, they need to have, um, how do you kind of handle that? Because, I mean, they, they all do work differently and, and, you know, in e-discovery, I mean, you have to really be an expert in being able to, you know, extract some of this, this data. And in addition to that, are you, are there sort of different roles, like both in, in your organization and maybe the people that you're dealing with uh, on the client side? You know, do you, or have you seen a change that way? A change in the roles of, of sort of who that, you're dealing with or, you know, sort of the change in the roles, a change in the skill set, yeah, um, things like yeah. that. Um, probably not going to answer the question exactly the way you anticipated. Well, but, we told you that was okay. Um, <laughs> uh, so skills um, and competence with a technical competence is kind of table stakes. So mm-hmm. we're looking for that f- first. But what we're looking for most are all of the things around that. So we're doing, um, we're doing a survey of your your personality and how you work. We're we're interviewing behaviorally for your values. Uh, we're looking to see are are you can you be a hospitality expert in addition to the kinds of things that you can do technically. So it's more challenging for us to find people, but that's what we're looking at. Not that didn't answer your question. Obviously, in terms of roles, um, there's there's look there's more there's more knowledge there's more expertise on both sides, right? Both in 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 iron. I mean, geez, you know there weren't even the the, <laughs> the tools were primitive back right. in two thousand nine. Right. Um, You're still so, using a lot of spreadsheets back then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and ex- and expertise you know on, on our side or on on the side of those pr- providing the services has increased as well. So. Um, obviously, those roles have changed and expanded, and good career opportunities for a lot of people. I want to go back to the why is having the ability to um, work in the hospitality why why is that important? Why why do you see that as an important skill set? Because it's been lost, um, and it's been lost. Uh, I think in legal, if I can be that bold, you know, if we think about how what legal profession started. We were, we were people or humans helping humans solve a problem that they have with it's the a service industry. It's a service industry. <laughs> what? Yeah. I know. Oh, yeah. By the way, ah, it's a service industry. And we can talk about why and how and all of that. It doesn't matter. It's changed. Mm. And it's not approachable by a lot of people. And it's scary for a lot of folks. And let's be honest, people are not used to hospitality or even good service in many cases in our business. So our tagline, making legal human. We shouldn't have to make it. It should be, it should be from the beginning. So we're, we, we like to say that we're in the hospitality business and we happen to be in legal. So when we can not just do what you hire us to do and tick it off to fulfill the statement of work, but if we can somehow... And yes, we use these words. If we can somehow make you smile while we're doing it, if we can delight you, whether it's 
what the report looks like, the information in the report, what time of day you receive the report, whether it's, you know, finding out something about you uh, that we can cater to serve you in a way that you're not expecting to be served. You're going to remember that. You're going to remember if we've given you peace of mind. You're going to remember if we've delighted you. And you're going to say, hey, those are the people I want to work with. <laughs> so there are a lot of people that do the technical stuff in our business. A lot of people can host docu- collect documents, host documents, process documents, review documents. Um, there's not a lot of hospitality in our business. I'm curious, like when you're doing sort of the behavioral interviews, like sort of what's the persona that, you know, you're you know, your finding is, is most successful. Cause I, you know, your point before about how like anybody can be technical, uh, you know, my experience is a lot of people in you discover you're like highly, highly technical. Yeah. Um, and, but you know, I'm very curious to hear what kind of persona, um, you know, your finding is, is mm-hmm. successful. Um, we have, we have uh, 10 points that we, um, that we are looking for. And we have them articulated. I can't remember all 10. But we, um, we're we also looking for what we call the excellence reflex. And it's, it's, it's that thing that's almost undefinable where you're looking to, you're curious. That's one of the things we're looking for, curiosity. Right. Your instinct is to serve. Your instinct is to anticipate. Um. That's what we're looking for. So those are the those are some of the behaviors that we're looking for as we're interviewing people, um, because that's what we need to provide to our customers and clients. That sounds good. Um, well, uh, Joey, we ask everyone our uh, crystal ball question. I don't think I don't think we told you that we were going to do this to you, but it's, right. it, it's pretty it's pretty easy. It's um, still yeah. recorded and on the record. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. I'll give you the off the record later. <laughs> um, we ask everyone to kind of pull out their crystal ball and peer into the future for us. And so what do you see over the next two to five years as either a major challenge or a major change that will happen in the industry as, as you see it? So two to four is the window. Two to, two to four, but again, be the Could good I policy. say two to three? Can I change policy. the question? Yes, you may. Yes, you may. Two to three. Answer it the way um, you want. <laughs> um, I, I don't think we'll see major impact from generative AI in the next two or three years. Um, Ten? Yeah. In general or in sort of the e-discovery I mean, in our, in our world, yeah, in yeah. Our, our e-discovery kind of uh, legal Why? world. Um, it, it's gut. It's gut. Actually, it's gut informed by Bill Gates. So um, I don't remember the name of his book, which was in the like 99, but uh, I read a book and he, he said something, something like this, which is um, tech doesn't change the world in three years as much as we think it will. And it changes in 10 years more than we think it will. And so my sense is that much like many of the other um, things that have hyped through the years, um, it's not something to be feared, but it's something that provides presents opportunity. And I don't think it will be mature in two or three, but probably even more than we anticipate in ten. It's just, just a, it's just a hunch. I could, I could be completely wrong. I, I will say this. 
um, in 2010. Yeah, 2010. We just started our business and we were we were rolling. We we're going to open another office. And I came to my first legal week, legal tech at the time, and I went to one of the sessions, which was called Document Review 2015. So five years. <laughs> How close did they get? It was a tech company, obviously, but they had a tool. And of course, the prediction, the teaser was, the prediction was, eyes on review will not exist. The lawyers will <laughs> yeah. be displaced. Right. And I'm like, you know, I just started this company. <laughs> I'm like, already this is my future. <laughs> <laughs> Call my partners, go, we made a big mistake. Yeah. So. Bad marketing choice right there. That's, well, I mean, it's, it's informative, right? You don't put your head in the sand. It's not as if it's not not going to mature and it's not going to affect our business. Um, the other, the other bit is let's face it. We as legal, as lawyers, we move pretty slowly. Yeah. There are a lot of courts. There are a lot of, there's just a lot of adoption that's required for something like that. And yeah, it's not just the firms, it's the whole system. Yeah. Yeah, There's a a lot that happens in the ecosystem. So, all right. Um, That's what's not going to happen. Okay. Now you'll remind me, you know, when we're at uh, legal tech, 2027, you're going to come back and go, so Joey, hey, you said, you said, look what happened. <laughs> we have it recorded. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, well yeah. Joey Sieber, thank you very much from Level Legal. Yeah. Thank you very much for uh, letting us, letting us uh, get you off the floor for a little yeah, bit. Thank you. And talking with yes, us. Yes. Thank you Enjoyed very it. much. And thanks to all of you, our listeners for taking the time to listen to the Geek and Review podcast. If you enjoy the show, share it with a colleague. We'd love to hear from you, so reach out to us on social media. I can be found on LinkedIn or on X at GayBauerM and on threads at MGayBauer66. And I can be reached on LinkedIn or on X at Glambert and GlambertPod on threads. Uh, Joey, if people want to find out more about Level Legal, uh, where's the best place to look? LevelLegal.com or I'm Jay Sieber at Level Legal. There we go. And as always, the music you hear is from Jerry David DeSicca. Thank you, Jerry. Thanks, Jerry. All right. Thank you, everyone. Thank you all. Thank you.